Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the podcast Talking Dudley South with me, Mike Woods, the MP for Dudley South. Now these podcasts are try to cover issues that matter to our local uh, community both during the Covid pandemic but also of course more widely and if this is the first podcast that you listen to you can download previous ones from wherever you normally get your podcasts whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify. Today uh, we're looking at special needs uh, education and in particular we're here at uh, Penns Meadow Post 16 facility with Marie Hunter, the head of Penns Meadow School, and Councillor Patrick Harley, uh, leader of Dudley Council, to look at uh, what we're going to do to improve the, uh, uh, the facilities available for uh, Penns Meadow School, increase special needs education capacity in Dudley, and really make sure that we can deliver that top class education for people with complex special educational needs. Hello, welcome to uh, Penn's Meadow Post 16 uh, site here at uh, Pensnet. Now, as someone who was uh, governor at a special school in Dudley before I was elected to Parliament, working on special educational needs uh, has been one of my focuses within Parliament, working on the all-party group uh, for learning disabilities and other areas. Here in Dudley, we're really fortunate to have some excellent special schools like Penns Meadow, obviously we've got the Briar and others across the, uh, across the borough, catering for a wide range of special educational needs. Now obviously special schools aren't right for every child with uh, special needs, but for so many children they can, uh, they can offer so much, can't they Marie? Absolutely. Our, our school is a school for children with the most complex needs. Um, likewise with Oak Park, the other school in, in Dudley. We cater for children aged 3 to 19 for those children who have the most complex needs. They have education, health and care plan with needs in all four areas and need specialist facilities and a high level of support to meet those needs. And uh, obviously this is a, a relatively new uh, setting, this building, the old Pensnet High School site, which obviously I was pleased to be invited to open for you. It wasn't long after I was elected in uh, in 2015. What difference has that made to the education you're able to offer to young people with special educational needs, those who are over 16, who the kind of age that would uh, that might otherwise be going to further education or colleges? What provision has this allowed you to offer? This has provided a step between school and next steps to preparation for adulthood. It's provided a bridge for our population who've transferred up from our other site, but also a facility for young people who've left traditionally MLD schools who weren't yet ready for adult life, who needed that bit extra support and challenge because we offer a, a vocational curriculum here and promote independence. So you can do horticulture, we've got forest schools, we do hospitality, a lot of work-related learning and preparation for our young people to get ready to access their next steps, which may be college or it may be supported living, or it may be voluntary work, or a combination of all three with the support from adult services in social care and health as well. And anybody who's been to the, my call, the main site, the Penns Meadow site down at Buckpool, 
and they can't fail to spot the differences between that old uh, site, which obviously you've rented off uh, from the NHS for many, many uh, years, and this new uh, site that's been built for post 16. Now, I mean, that's got to cause you problems operating from uh, two sites, and particularly what uh, the limited facilities you have down at uh, Buckpool for uh, children who, as you say, many of them have the most complex uh, needs and need far greater support than even with the fantastically dedicated and skilled staff that you have. You just can't really operate and provide the service, uh, the, the, the care, the education that these children deserve, can you? Absolutely not. I mean, you've all visited several times and, and know the site well. It, it isn't fit for purpose. Um, we are very, very keen to say that that's our inhibiting factor as adults and, and as uh, staff members. It does not inhibit what we can offer the children and their entitlement, but inevitably it does. The rooms are too small, we don't have outside play access areas, we don't have specialist facilities like uh, hydrotherapy to do rebounding trampolining. We have to put the trampoline up, we have to take it down because the gym is the only indoor space we have. Um, and there are just so many barriers to, to providing the learning that our children need. It's a half a mile off the main road, so it's, there are no shops, there is no public transport. We're not part of a community which this facility is brilliantly placed to be part of a community. And of course, you're also spending a large part of your budget, really, on just maintaining both uh, two sites, operating across the two sites, yep. transporting children to and from uh, the two sites. And that's money that could be better spent Absolutely. on education and in the, uh, the classroom. So clearly, we need to bring the two together. So talk us through what we've got uh, planned for this, uh, for this site, how we can solve this. I think how we can solve this, uh, Mike, is by giving Marie a site that uh, she can be proud of uh, and by being proud I mean the buildings, the fabric of the buildings, uh, we've got the staff, we've got the pupils, we've got the governors, um, we're all proud of what they do and we've got a building that doesn't meet their purposes by having a purpose built site here at Tilehouse Lane we'll give them a site they can really appreciate and be proud of and you know we, we're determined as a council to make sure that that happens and that we deliver we wouldn't be announcing this uh, if we weren't absolutely confident that we can deliver a purpose-built site fit for the 21st century and give these kids uh, you know the facilities that they so so much deserve and of course as i said at the start this was the pensner high school site it's a big site there's yeah. plenty of space it was a reasonably large secondary school so um presumably there's more than enough room here to to have both this post 16 facility and a good uh, school for four to 16 yeah. uh, for, for uh, the main school uh, school age years um, alongside each other with the you know sharing facilities and obviously we've got the community uh, facilities on site as well so that's got to help everybody hasn't it it, it, it will just be incredible um, because it will be a bespoke building, it will have hydrotherapy, it will have rebound facilities, it will have the specialist areas that our um, therapy services, the health services can come and deliver because we offer clinics with paediatrician, dietitian, wheelchair services. We also are a location that social care come and work alongside so we really will be able to deliver all elements of an education, health and care plan on one site 
We'll be able to do nursery provision for specialist early years to support the assessment of complex young people and also there's an assisted living unit going to be part of the development which means we can make those real steps into adult life in a meaningful way um, to support a wider range of, of young people that are on our school role but also wider community base. It's really really key that we work in partnership across all agencies in Dudley and the council are really keen that that happens. Really obviously I think I've been talking to you about this or I think more accurately, you've been talking to me about this pretty much as, as since the, uh, as since I opened this site about how we needed to bring this together. I know, Patrick, obviously you've been working really closely with the school and we've uh, met any number of times over the last uh, few years about the need for this. Why do we think that this can happen now? How confident are we that this can get the go-ahead and that we can get the money in place to pay for it? I'm extremely confident. Yeah, well, I'm at this place, uh, Marie. This will be delivered in our lifetimes too. We're not going to have to wait years and years for this to happen. Uh, this will happen at pace. Uh, there is already one sponsor uh, that has amazing, made an amazing offer to build the school for us. Uh, so that is fantastic. Uh, we, and we have other meetings arranged with other possible sponsors. So we'll wait to see what they offer before we dip, dip our toes in the water and actually sit around the table and, and get to the nitty gritty of what we're actually getting uh, through these sponsors. But uh, to date we have two people that have shown interest. One who has made a generous offer to, to, to build it for us. Uh, and we wait to see what happens from those negotiations ongoing. But Marie, the uh, school and the wider community shouldn't have to be waiting for too much longer to be able to get this uh, school on this site open and educating children who you know, many of whom have as we said very very uh, complex and particular needs and we've seen the excellent education that they get at Penns Meadow and things can be even better if they have the facilities to match to the uh, to match the staff and the school community that we know they already have absolutely you're absolutely right Mike and it's you know it is a, a a race against time now. Uh, we need to get this on site as soon as possible and that's what we'll endeavour to do. Great, well thanks so much for joining us uh, uh, today and look forward to working with you and uh, hopefully I'll uh, be able to visit you very soon when you've, when you've got children uh, here, I say enjoying the new facilities, the new buildings that we'll have. You can come back and open <laughs> both of you. <laughs>